0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Consulting Trap. I'm your host, Brian Maddox, and I'm here today with Keon Georges from Vision Q Media. Welcome, Keon.
1: Hi. How are you doing today, Brian?
0: I am awesome. Uh, happy to have you on the show. Um, and like we want to do on the show, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and your background, uh, that'll help our listeners get a grip for who you are.
1: Okay. Well, thanks. Uh, and thanks for having me. Um, like Brian stated, my name is Keon Georges, and I'm the founder of Vision Q media. Um, A little of my history, I'm an army veteran of six years. um, living all across the world. Uh, After that, I, um, I began to work for the government as a uh, civil servant. But from there, I transitioned into uh, my entrepreneurship journey, doing uh, a variety of freelancing um, jobs, just trying to figure out how um, or what path I wanted to, um, you know, take this journey. Um, as I knew there, there had to be a better way of obtaining the goals that I, that I wanted. And I knew the the current path really wasn't uh, what I was wanting to do. So, uh, through that, I was introduced to a variety of different things and I uh, fell into digital marketing. Uh, with that, I freelanced for a couple of people and, um, I felt like I just, I wasn't getting, um, I wasn't getting enough uh, as far as, you know, the workload from the, the skills that I had presented. Um, so I ventured out uh, through networking here in the local area here in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, started putting everything together, um, launched my business back in 2017. Um, and through that, it was, it was an up and down uh, journey. Uh, but I also learned a lot of things, you know, throughout that uh, moving into 20 or actually, uh, covid post covid I went through a through a um, a rebranding as far as the direction that I wanted to go and where I wanted to focus more on on the services and, and things of that nature and um again continue to network with people um I cut down I had about nine services at that time to so, to down to down to about uh five where I really wanted to focus and with that um, and through the various uh, partnerships that, Um, I created, I realized I couldn't do this alone. Um, so with, you know, talking to, you know, various individuals, I was able to be where I am today.
0: Mm. So you, you point out, um, uh, an interesting um uh, an area that might be of interest to our listeners. And that is making the transition out of that civil civil servant slash government kind of uh, background and into your own practice. So what were the major kind of adjustments you had to make when you stopped dealing with uh you know military kind of folk uh and starting your own practice? What were the what were the big uh kind of discoveries that you made there?
1: Well, transitioning from the military into the uh, civilian sector, um, it was a shock for me. You know, I grew up a military brat. um, So for the most part, from childhood until adulthood, that's pretty much all that I knew. But stepping out um, after getting out of the Army, it was definitely a a culture shock. But continuing on as a civil servant, it kind of, um, I was still able to keep that camaraderie I guess a a steady flow of things because I transitioned as a soldier and continued to work with the military, but as a civilian, so I was still in that environment. But I would say it was a little more relaxed in the sense of you know the military; it's very structured and things of that nature. And and that part of that transition, I really wasn't used to, Um, but I quickly adjusted um, just because it was a a lot more relaxed in comparison to you know to the military. Not that the military was was um, demanding and, and things of that nature, but Uh, through that, I just, I just knew that there had to be more to, to what I was doing. It was just getting up, going to work, working my, you know, eight hours going home and, you know, taking care of family responsibilities and things of that nature. And it just became very redundant. But I found myself where being in the military, I was always seeking that next level of progression and doing things that I needed to do. And now I'm at a point where everything is just routine and there's, like I really didn't have anything to look forward to. So, um <laughs> with the thanks of the internet, I started looking for other ways to make money and just started um just trying different things out. Um that's one of the things that that um I'm very open to to trying different ideas and understanding that um you know there are there's more than one way of doing things. So, you know, with that the curiosity, the the potential that can come with it through consistency, um and most importantly getting finding a mentor that can you know help you along the way um i felt were what what i needed at that time granted that's what i had through through um, my childhood and while while in the military so instead of trying to tap dance and do things on my own and jump from here and, and jump all over the place um i just stuck to what i knew and things just started falling in place
0: so how did you get your first couple clients? I mean, it sounds like you, you mentioned the culture shock and that you were softened the blow by going into that sort of civil, uh, the civilian side of the military sport. But but then you decided to go independent when you got to that point where you needed to get folks, you know, to 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 sign over money to you so you could deliver your <laughs> service. How did you get those first couple going?
1: Well, <clears throat> excuse me, when I relocated um, to the Atlanta, Georgia area, I really didn't know anyone you know, so I started attending a variety of different networking events. And through that, I was able to um, present my skills to the people that I was, um, you know, speaking to meaning to at, at that time. So it was more so on a as needed basis where as they were getting work, it was more of a, hey, we're going to try this out and see how this works. And um, if this goes good, then we'll continue it. But um, I just felt like the work really wasn't consistent. It wasn't something that I could, you know, do full time. So, you know, with that and and through my ultimate end goal of what I was wanting to accomplish, I was like, well, if they're doing this, I can do this too. So let me get back on the internet and see what I can do um, in a sense to, you know, replicate what they're doing. And in addition to doing some of the work, outsource the work the same way that they did with me. Um, and then through that and, and through a variety of different networking events, I started to get introduced to um, because I started with content marketing, just writing blogs and things of that nature. But the variety of different uh, networking events, I started to be introduced to um, a whole different area of, you know, the digital marketing space, which kind of as a result, I, I, you know, I ended up, uh, you know, trying the waters to see what I can do with it and um, see if that was something that I could implement, you know, in my business.
0: Gotcha, and so as you are, you know, kind of, I guess you're in year five on your journey. So congratulations for that. Thank you. Uh, you, you already beat the game to a point. <laughs> um, when um, when you're in that process, when you've been going through this, um, you, you find yourself uh, very likely if you're like me, um, redefining who your good clients are, figuring out and and adapting to uh, the market, but also uh, internally going, you know, I've, not every customer's created equal. So, how have you um, how have you moved through that journey for you? Are 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 your customers the customers that you had when you started, and the customers you have now? Are they the same?
1: Uh, they are not. Uh, when I first started, um, when I first started, I was in a sense all over the place uh, as far as focusing on a particular, you know, industry. I looked at it in a sense of well, I can. Um, I can do this. I can do that. You know, a bunch of ideas running through my head, but um, I was quickly overwhelmed with that. Um, So with that, I I kind of took a step back, um, invested in some to some mentorship and realized, you know, I need to take a step back, um, listen to what they're saying and and just start implementing that. So then I I focused on uh, one particular niche that being the the law niche working with lawyers um and things of that nature so post COVID and and throughout COVID, um that was the niche that i was working with um to be honest although it's very lucrative um lawyers can be very demanding um and can be difficult to deal with Um, you don't say (laughs) (laughs) You know, so it was, um, I guess it was a a love-hate type relationship, but moving forward, um, I just had to come to the realization, you know, is is this what I want to deal with, you know, long term um, and in a sense as I continue to grow and, you know, move into other spaces. So um, that space was short-lived, I'd say about 18 months, two years Um, granted, most of it was spent during, during COVID, but, um, as I transitioned out of the the law space, um, I started focusing more on local clients, which is what I'm currently doing now, helping, helping local, local clients. And or if, you know, with me being in Georgia, if someone in another state reached out to me or found me online and wanted to uh, benefit from the services, um, I could help them. But also with doing that, um, through the services that I currently offer, I'm not really closed into one particular niche uh, because we uh, most of our services are in the advertising um, advertising space, TV, radio, digital billboards. So that's for the most part universal to many businesses.
0: Gotcha. So when um, when you're moving forward here with this progression, you went from you know uh, everybody to attorneys to now, um, local business owners, if I'm getting that right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you see on the horizon for the business for you in terms of that? Uh, you know, is uh, can you see past that? Can you see where you're looking to expand beyond that market space or to a different one?
1: Uh, yes. Um, you know, with that, uh, I've been able to Um, Because most of my clients were obtained through a variety of, you know, different networking events that I've attended and just through um, relationships in in different spaces Mm. and and word of mouth. Uh, So for the most part, I've been able to maintain with that, although I know I can't continue to rely on that. Um, You know, so with that, my assistant and I, we've we've branched out into, um, you know lead generation, uh, email marketing and things like that to, you know, to obtain, you know, other clients, not that we need uh, a bunch of clients, although that would be, (laughs) that would be great. Um, uh, but ideally just something where we can continue to maintain. So, um, you know, on the local space or the local market, uh, I feel like we've, we've done fairly well. So now it's time to branch out into other spaces. And the only way that we can do that, um, while keeping our our budget and our budget spending low is through email marketing.
0: Gotcha. And that's, um, that is, you're both talking about that as a service you offer and as a means for you to expand your client base, right? Are you doing both of those things or is it just for your internal use? Just for internal use. Okay. So you're not offering email marketing as a service necessarily, no. even though you're identified that that's how you're gonna grow your own business.
1: Correct. Okay.
0: Um right. and so what what what's the difference there like what there's a there's a bit of a disconnect for me if you've identified that this is how you're gonna grow your business uh and you're in the digital marketing space mm-hmm. is that not not something you would offer to your clients or are you still
1: kind of dog fooding it or what um well, I guess originally when I first started email marketing was one of the services that um I did offer, and then as mm-hmm. a result, I decided to um. Eliminate that one. But moving forward, although, yes, I am doing that in my business, (laughs) Uh, although I am offering that in my business. One of the things that I did learn is. The messaging is different, you know, from one industry to another. So rather than, you know, you know, as I mentioned earlier, someone that's wanting to advertise on TV, um, for the most part, any type of business can advertise on TV um, radio, digital billboards. Um, so with email marketing, it's a little more, it requires a lot more, um, a lot more work. The messaging needs to be right. Um, a lot of trial and error, uh, with that. And, uh, that really isn't something that I'm wanting to, that's not really something I'm wanting to, I guess, put forth the energy into because it, it, it was very demanding. Um, you know, when I first started, Uh, So, you know, moving forward in a sense, I'm, I'm wanting to make things as easy as possible. So with, with the advertising services, uh, that, that seems to be working, Gotcha. Uh, Yeah, and I'm, I'm able to polish it as I go along. And, uh, let's say for any given industry, uh, you know, if I'm, if, if we're doing advertising and then we obtain another client, you know, later on down the road, well, we've already done the, the work for you know, for that set industry. So we know, in a sense, granted each business is different, but we know what works and what, what didn't work with the prior one. So we can, in a sense, replicate that.
0: Gotcha. It's, it's, it's always interesting. I hear when I hear folks that are doing like, "Mm, yeah, I figured out this is how we're going to do it. I'm in the marketing space. uh, But, you know, I only do TikTok ads for my clients. And I don't do them for myself. Right. And you go, well, that seems weird. Why would you do that? And then right. this was one of the first examples where I heard the opposite, which is like, yeah, I'll do an email for me. My, you know, my clients don't, you know, I ain't gonna, <laughs> n- n- not going that way. So um, so that was interesting. I, I wanted, to, wanted to poke a little bit more there. I get it. And having done email marketing myself, uh, yeah, it is. There's a ton of. Uh, Trial and error. There's a ton of you know working on messaging and getting that right. Mm -hmm. Um, You're a lot more uh, on the hook for the creative uh, as well. So, uh, whereas when it comes to just you know positioning and advertising purchasing and stuff like that, let's not say it's not nuanced, but it's definitely different. So, Mm -hmm. um, so as you you move forward here, um, uh, you're you're going to be doing more email marketing. Uh, you're going to be broadening out to uh, a different market, uh, a larger market segment, or a larger uh, geographic distribution. Let's put it that way. Um, when when it comes to industries and stuff that work that profit well, you you said once uh, or twice already that anybody can can profit from a digital billboard or this kind of advertising. Uh, but are there any folks that it works really really well for that better than others? Let's say
1: <laughs> you're probably going to laugh. Uh, the law space. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's what I, that's what i I've, I've, I've found out. Um, you know, obviously with, you know, that particular industry, um, the access to funds tend to be, um, a little more than certain industries. So, uh, you know, they're able to put their face, their name, you know, out there like that. Um, but I have found, um, <laughs> that the law space, um has worked, uh, pest control, um, and uh, a lot of the home services. you um, like said pest control, uh, HVAC. Uh, I found those those three have been the ones to to really work the most. So that's
0: a that's a natural transition to the next question, uh, which is um, who should be reaching out to you and how should they get a hold of you?
1: Um, as, well, as far as reaching out. Um, they can go to to my website uh, www. media. That's v i s i o n c u uh, e m e d i a. dot com, or they can email me directly uh, K Georges. That's K G E O R G E S at visionqmedia, and um, they can tell me their story or what it is that in particular that they're they're um, they're wanting to accomplish, and um, I actually do turn people away um, for a variety of different reasons. One, either we um, we can't help them. Um, sometimes there's just way they're so far in. We're not wanting to put that much time in. We'll give you pointers and things like that for you to do. And then, hey, if um if you could you know take care of that and come back, you know we'll be glad to help you. Um, but there is a, a pre-qualification process that we you know that we go through. And um there was another question you asked. I can't I can't recall it. But who should reach out? Oh, um small businesses. Um, I know that's pretty broad, but um uh anyone or any business that's that is looking to to you know to advertise, whether it be online, uh, the movie theater space, digital, uh digital billboards, radio, TV, um, uh, what we one of the things that we offer is um We've opened the door for small businesses to be able to uh, take advantage of uh, the various uh, advertising and marketing platforms that you sometimes see bigger brands um, advertising on um, or or there's a misconception that you need this extreme um, a, a budget to be able to to advertise on on um, on these various spaces. So you know with that we're able to um, assist a small business owner, Uh, with advertising on these same spaces without having to spend an enormous amount of money. I mean, it it does cost, but it's not nowhere to the level of some of the bigger brands that you may see, you know, throughout the country, throughout the world. Um, So in a sense, we're trying to uh, level the playing field to give small business owners that same exposure.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And in your entrepreneurial journey, what are the three biggest things you picked up along the way?
1: Uh, the three things I picked up: um, you need definitely need to create you a plan and stay consistent. Uh, understand that um, nothing's going to happen overnight, and um, be willing to be open for constructive criticism. Understanding that yes, although you're um, you're the person in charge and you have a vision, and no one else can understand, you know, understand that. Just kind of be open you know, to other, I'm gonna say other entrepreneurs. Um, And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes sharing your vision or sharing your ideas with someone, at least from my personal experience, how can someone that's never been in business give me great business advice or not follow the advice that you're giving me? Um, I'd say that's number one. Number two is understand that, Not everyone has your best. uh, uh, Not everyone has. um, Not everyone is on your team. You know, you have some people that they know you in in a variety of different ways and they know what you're capable of. But they see that you're um, you're putting yourself in a position to elevate, to do better things, to change your situation. And sometimes that comes with jealousy, hate, whatever you want to call it. Um, So sometimes you have to be careful with who you share uh, your vision and your business to. Um, and then I guess the third would be, um, get out and network, uh, find a way that, uh, because understanding what works in one industry may not necessarily work in your industry, uh, but if you're going to be the face of your business, you need to get out there, um, be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, when people are looking for whatever service that you provide, um, because you've done the footwork with networking, whether it be online, however you're, you're going about doing it, but you want to be the one that, hey, I know this 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 person that can, or this this man or woman that has helped me along the way, um, or you're an up-and-coming entrepreneur, uh, but you just want to be that one that they think of when they're looking for that service or product that you offer. So, step awesome. outside your comfort zone.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Keon, for being on the show today. I appreciate you being here and sharing us with us uh, some of your insights.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, Brian.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Consulting Trap. If you have suggestions for future episodes or would like to be a guest on our show, please send me an email at brian at podcastchef.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at P-O-D-C-I-S-T-C-H-E-F dot com. Before we go, we'd like to thank the sponsor of our show, Podcast Chef podcast chef helps turn ordinary podcasting into a revenue generating lead magnet for your consulting business our podcasting done for you service takes away the headache of starting up and running your own podcast reach out now to take advantage of our 30-day money-back guarantee visit us at podcastchef.com to find out how our team of experts can help you leverage podcasting to take your business to the next level